Thank you for joining us on Vagina Talks. I'm thrilled to have you here, and I want to have you everywhere we are. So I want to invite you to come check out the Patreon. That is where you can support, become a member, join the virtual temple, get behind scenes, all the good stuff, support this podcast so that we can keep bringing you the medicine, the free flow, the real, 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 real talk. Would love to have you as part of the community over there. Consider yourself invited. Come on over. I'm Samantha Rise, and welcome to Vagina Talks, where we speak about, to, and from vaginas. This is a show of alchemy, where we turn poison into medicine, disconnection into wisdom, and isolated wounds into communal peacemaking. Here's your host, Sophia Wise One. You already know everything they can teach you. You already know. We are here to remind you what you already, already, already know. Hello and welcome to Vagina Talks. We are gathered through the magic of the internet yet again, and I am grateful for this strange manifested form of consciousness as technology. Uh, I am here today with an inspiring, magical, enlightened teacher and guide. She is... Uh, uh. No, it's true. It's true. She's an established enlightenment coach, like legit enlightenment, and a musician and spiritual guide. She makes incredible, incredible music uh, in with multiple different groups of people. Beautiful chorus, Shocker Khan, uh, has old school been throwing down the real deal with soliloquists of sound for a long time. My wife gets really super excited about that. She was like, put it all together in her head, like, what? So the hip hop shout outs. And uh, she is, uh, how do I say it? Yeah, the real deal here. One of the most incredible things about Alexandra Love, as I name her now, is uh, is she does not fuck around. She does not fuck around, except, of course, unless we're just fucking around, in which case it's a good time and there's a lot of yeah. laughter and it's a good thing. So um, this is a master of music, a master of vibration, a master of uh, knowing and awakening. She came to this planet to help y'all out and to help uh, herself and help me and that's what we're gonna do with uh with 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 together today with together today <laughs> so welcome alexandra i'm happy to have you here hi thank you so much for having me <laughs> you're so funny i love you <laughs> one of the things i loved here is i asked what your if your vagina had a superpower what would it be and you said vision and <laughs> that I think that's that's really that's really great. So I want to know what's alive for you right now. That's what I want to know. What's, what's happening? Alive? Yeah, what's alive okay. for you right now? Um. Okay. Well, what's alive for me is uh, twin flame ness. Yeah. Let's go there. Yeah. Let's. Yeah. Let's fucking go let's there. Let's go there. Let's do let's it. Go there. <laughs> yeah. Let's do this. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Twin flame ness. Is that a word? it is now. So let's let's talk about this. This is a thing that gets thrown around a lot. I actually, just kind of went off on a rant about this uh, mm. two days ago on a road trip. We were on a little road trip home from upstate New York down. We we're giving a, a ride to a couple friends, and we started talking about soulmates and twin flames. And I mm. got all I got all all worked up about people who have no spirituality that they say. Um, but yeah. we'll tell you that they are waiting for their soulmate. Right. And uh, I'm like, okay, that's fine. But like, what does that even mean? So I want you to tell me what, tw- what the fuck does twin flame mean? And what are you referencing when you're talking about that? Because I got ideas in my head. Well, I want to know your ideas too, because I'm kind of in the middle of it. I'm not, um, this is, it's new for me. I'm usually really, <laughs> sure about everything that I've that I've known my entire life known 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 and now I'm in this this twin flameness that just is like it's completely fucking new all the time mm. always and it 
it's this relationship that brings up all of my own shit while their shit is also brought up and we like like trigger each other but love each other unconditionally and it's like this constant manifestation of the most amazing growth I've ever felt and the most amazing love and I didn't know that it was you know when people say like okay unconditional love or you love you can love people more and more every day I didn't I knew it intellectually and I had experienced it in doses but nothing nothing like this so it's like a completely new experience for me which is rare which is exciting and also very raw (laughs) super raw super raw okay so one of the things that you spoke to that i think about when i think about twin flames is that twin flames like deep soulmate magic is about um soulful growth yeah it is about that it sure it is absolutely about that um and and so that's one kind of myth bust that I, I like to put out there, which is that the idea that finding a soulmate or finding a twin flame means that like then your life gets easy and your relationship takes no work and <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> you know, and then it's like that's just it. That that and then it's this done, as opposed to it's like a like an arrival or a setting off. Like having yeah. a partnership like that is like actually like taking to the sea. And it's, you know, that, that the whole point is is literally like an unanchoring and, an, and a taking you from where you've been to somewhere new. Yeah. And unanchoring is the perfect way to describe it. And there are elements that are easy, like the love right. is easy. It's it's all of the stuff that we've accumulated over this life and potentially other lifetimes that have probably just this life that have been just coming to the forefront daily. It's constant. Yeah. It's constant. So it's like learning to be an open channel for it to like, so it comes up and then it just like, it moves through because what we, what we found out even just a few days ago is like the more we even try, try to feel better, which in a normal situation would work. Like, you know, regular depression has a spiral and you can sort of think your way or feel your way out of it or experience your way out of it. This is like, no, you just have to go through this. Like you just have to let it, Uh you have to kind of be okay. Like what you said about um, Kim earlier is like, I feel terrible. <laughs> I'm smiling because like, I have the greatest love of my life here, but also I feel, you know, shitty because I'm going, I'm moving through insecurities from 30 years ago. Or whatever. I, feel, yeah, it's both. I, I feel that I, uh, both. I'm, this is, this is, this, this is the song of this year and who knows how long it will last afterwards. But, uh, this, the, the line that keeps coming out of my mouth is, uh, the work of this work, the point of it, the results of it is not to feel better. It's not to feel worse. It's to feel more. Yeah. It's just to be here more, just more and more and more. And that like falling in love and a twin flame and all that stuff. It's like more, it's like, it's like I have this image, right? And it's like, it's like a laser or it's like pointing and it's this demand. It's just like you Mm. here, like you here now. Like all yeah. of you. And so it's this yeah. like this compelling this. And, and then I think about love, love magic and um, and healing, you know, like profound healers and like and the way that people, you know, it's like it makes my body kind of hurt and angle inside. Um, but the the hunting of medicine people and 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 where some of this language came from in terms of like spell casting, you know, yeah. and having a spell at this compulsion um, the way that we can, um, and again, like with consent and with agreement when we kind of, or make a, you know, make a choice to show up into that, how that even strengthens and, and that it's, it's a beckoning we've asked for. And so it's like yeah. this deepest, truest self is being beckoned forward. Um, yeah. and it has to like blow through all this bullshit that we've been. Yeah. Yeah. A demand is the perfect, it feels like a demand. And like, even though it's, some of the deepest pain that I've ever experienced in my entire life. It's also the the most love and the purest love and most unconditional anything always. Yeah. Is this, is this a new person that is this it twin is. flame or is it is a new person? It's not a, a new twin flame arrival inside and established. It's like this person showed up and it was a, a flame. No. Well, actually, well, okay. So Yes, this person showed up and um, I was in another relationship at the time. So they, as their, as our twin flame selves, didn't present until that relationship was over, which I read later 
tends to be the case. Like twin flames tend to not in, in the most gradual and real way that they can exist and happen. They tend to not like directly interfere or cause pain to others. Right. Yeah. That like a, that they will, oh, there's a, there's a patience. Yeah. A, <laughs> yeah. A lot of patience. Yeah. A lot of patience. Tell me about the idea or the poetry of, I'm just throwing it, I'm just kind of throwing it out here right now. I don't know what I'm tell I'm me, ready. tell me about the, the poetry of being your own twin flame. Mm, yeah. That's something that I'm, I'm coming to understand more and more. And so I, what I feel like I've been shown are two realms, right? And one is the realm of, you know, you live in the 3D world and maybe you dabble in the 4D world and you're like on this bridge to higher consciousness. And there's always the, you know, you've got to love yourself before you can love anybody else. Right. And there's that, and that, that is very real. And that exists in those places. And for this, what I'm recognizing for this, for even just the the realm of twin flames and the, the 5d world or whatever you want to call it, it really, really is like you, if, if you're not there for yourself fully, then it will hurt forever. Mm. You know, and, and in this realm, you can kind of deny yourself and work jobs. We can work jobs we hate. We can be friends with people we don't really like. <laughs> we can like, we can get a, we can get away with a lot in this regular physical realm. But when it comes to stuff like that, like you can't, you can't fake it mm. in any way. So it's, it's like, tearing ourselves open to meet ourselves for the first time. Everything is more and more forever. And it, it, it involves the other being of course, but it's also very much a, a personal process of uncovering and like being really fucking real about everything. And, and um, I mean, but even having a, a twin flame to share those things with is what I think brings it about because even sometimes in our most honest relationships, there are still levels of dishonesty that we maintain for decades sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it's very individual and it's collective. It's both. I'm thinking about that. Like the ability to maintain, there's like something that's like a a catch in that, that place of Mm. how, you know, one of the things that I always say to Kim is like, you know, I'm not, I'm not lying to you as far as I know. Right. You know, it's like, like I've come to understand in this process of getting to know myself that sometimes I have an, sometimes it's called an awakening, right? Like a remembering. And there's a piece where I'm like, I get it now, a connection. Um, And for the most part, those connections are not world shattering at this point in my life because right. they are um, a deepening or a continuation of something that I already do know. And the yeah. part that are, is shattering is more a subtle shattering to an inside than an external yeah. shattering, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. almost one on the outside would be able to tell. Right. Like inside, yeah. I'm like, it's all different now. <laughs> Everything is Everything new. Everything is new. <laughs> but also I think, it's, I think that it's so subtle now because you went through. Oh, my God. It was not yeah, always subtle, for sure. Shattering. Right. Yeah. Let's and throw out one. Uh, go, are right, 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 right. Exactly. Let's throw out a couple of those stories. Of world shattering. Yeah. Shit? Like, like the choices. Let's see. Like, like, I'm like, I'm like, it's been a while, but it's yeah. real. Like people are doing this now. Like a lot of people right now are in that place where they're like that idea of it being subtle. Is like, it's not subtle. They're not in the subtle place. You know, right. it's like that place of coming through. So I'm like, let's take a little time traveling back. Let's see. Yeah. And all, and also just to be clear, the subtlety isn't, doesn't mean that it's not fucking difficult. It's just less apparent to the outside. Agreed. A hundred percent. It's still, I just, I just had that happen. Um, last Wednesday, it was like a big mama grief come up, like big mama wound stuff, you know, like yeah. deep and, and, uh, and I went and I was, uh, I was talking about my stepmom. I was talking about my mom and I was having, um, uh, dinner with a friend of mine or lunch or whatever. And I just stopped and was like, oh, that's why I've been cranky for a day and a half. Like these feelings are big and I haven't been wanting to feel them. I'm going to go feel them now. And so I just like walked into the other, like left, left my friend. They're staying with me for the week, left my friend. And um, 
I'm like, peace. I'm going to go weep in the other room. So I like go in the other room and I, you know, I like sit down and I light my candle and I'm like, all right, like I need, I need help. I've been running away from this and Mm. these feelings are scary and they're big. And then I kind of went into it. And then even in it, I had this place of like, like I usually have a sense of like, it's cool. You feel the feeling and then you're different, you know, and I could feel this edge where I was like, I don't know how to feel different. Like this feels Mm -hmm. so limitless. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know. And it was, it was, it was deep. I mean, it was a rough, it was like, that was 45 or 50 minutes in to prayers and, and sitting and breathing and feeling and was like, I don't, I don't see a way out. And that was when the prayers changed to just like, okay, like, just do it. Like I'll follow because I can't, I don't actually have the practice. Like you have to give me a new one and like, and fuck it, skip Mm. me, just do it. You know, like, I don't need to know how it happens, you know? And there was another, it was another 40 minutes of just like surrendering. And at some point it was like, stand up. And I'm like, I can't stand up. And it was like, stand up. Like the rest of this practice is on your feet, you know? And it was like, I felt, I really felt like I couldn't stay, like, I didn't know how I was going to get to standing, but I've done this long enough that I knew I would. To trust it. To trust it. Yeah. You know? So that's like, that was just last week. Like it's that, that's, su- and that's like, again, it's like I wept in my room for an hour and a half, but like before and after nobody else is particularly taking note on like a huge change <laughs> on me. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Um, but I am like, it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's deep and it took all the courage to stand up in that moment. Um, as right. much as it did, uh, you know, for me to, I'll just go to, uh, six years ago, on, you know, a November 11th, my outside world one, when I took a stand and was like, you know, a breakup, like, I love you, but it's, it's over, you know, like the game has to end today. Like, this is like, we've done our work and this just hurts. Like this Mm. is, this, this is, this is not, the teaching is not in proportion to the love and not in proportion to the learning, you know? And that was like, that was one of those things where it took the same amount of courage last Wednesday to accept that healing as it did six years ago for me to, to walk away from that, um, from that friend in that way. That's, there Mm. we go. Yeah. Yeah. That's so beautiful too, though. I I feel like, like so many of us avoid the world shattering stuff and we just keep it like at bay as long as we can, because we're afraid of like spiraling into that place where we don't feel like we have control. But I mean, after you and I both know that after years of going through anything even related to stuff like this, that like once you release control and you actually trust it, then it, it always, it's always safe. Uh, let's just say that again, because I'm, I'm more on that edge right now. I'm on a healing edge of a deeper layer of mm. letting go of control, letting go of controlling um, both the way that I behave. So when I'm inspired Mm. letting myself take action, like letting go of my control, myself, uh, my self mitigation and my own action, as well okay. as, um, letting go of control and, and relaxing and not needing to micromanage everything. So yeah. like that I'm in that edge too. And so you said, you said that when we let go of, like, this is what we've learned, like reminding myself, this is what we've learned. When we let go of that control, we find that we are safe. Yeah. Yeah. And what I found even in the last month is that letting go of control also means letting go of, cause I had become, I'm really good at, you know, like, Oh, if I feel a little irritated about something, I can think a, a new thought relatively easily now and sort of like shift the vibe. And I think that for those types of things, that's fine. Like if it's an external right. thing, then it's not a big deal. But when it's this big and it's internal, it's not what I've found, at least for myself, is that it's not about guiding myself to feel better nope. at all, which is completely <laughs> new because I got very good at guiding myself to feel better. But in the That's last, so you know, yeah, even in the last few months, I'm in retrospect now, I just kind of realized it maybe a day or two ago that like, yeah, giving up control is, is the only thing that will let it go. That's the only thing. Every, everything else just perpetuates the suffering. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, like if it's, you know, crying in, in your room for an hour and a half, or in my case, I have like, there's a spot a few blocks from my house where like, I'll pull my car up. And if I feel like I need to cry, like I'll sit there for however long it takes to just like, okay, this is happening. It's, it's totally fine. But I mean, you know, we're not really taught that that's okay. Yeah, We're taught that that's the sign of a 
of an ongoing or oh. bigger problem that you need to actually be afraid of when in fact, like, no, it really is just about, about letting that stuff out. However, about, like, hello, like, has anybody noticed anything recently? Like we're supposed to not have feelings about it. And right. like, even if it wasn't like kind of shitty and weird, you know, like even if I'm in a space where I'm really seeing and perceiving the beauty and the arrival of this next mm. wave of consciousness, which I am seeing parallel, yeah. like same time, same, same, you know, like it's here, like that is also moving. Like that yeah. is also, that also shakes principles of, of shame and ideas of who I am. And like, I'm supposed mm-hmm. to just do that quietly with my mouth shut smiling. Like, no, I like, right. it didn't work well. I'll tell you what, like when I tried that right. shit made, did not work. <laughs> I tried too. Yeah, no, that shit doesn't work. I was like, that I didn't like, I didn't get here just by you know, and like people used to always say, like I have always been a crier. Um, uh, <laughs> oh, you're that's so tr- sweet. That's true. I have. Oh, you have such a big heart. You're so sweet. Oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> people used to say, people used to be like, you're so brave for crying. And mm. I'll be like, uh. Uh, like, thanks. Like, I really, like, could not stop that. Like, that was not courage. Like, I guess it's brave that I didn't, like, never come back. I guess, like, that's, like, that was brave. Like, I cried and didn't walk away, you know? But for me, it's, like, that notion. But it really taught me, it was actually probably that more than anything else was the crying Mm. that... Um, I did that people thanked me for. Wow. Taught yeah. me that every tear is a yeah. blessing. Like mm-hmm. every single one is a blessing that falls out of my face. Like, and every tear that I watch come out of someone else's face, I'm like, you are literally sacred reigns right now. Like nothing. Like I changed people's life just by crying. And like, I didn't make mm-hmm. that up. Like people came and told me this for a decade. It probably took seven years for me to get it. It was like wow. 12 to 19 like 19, I was like, no, these are sacred. Like these are, these have saved people's lives. You know, like people have come back to me and said like, the thing that you said was the thing that I remembered on the night when I didn't know if I wanted to wake up the next day, you know, Mm. like literal quotes back to me where I was like, I guess I need to like change my story about this being like a terrible thing I have to come through. Like, this is a gift. Like after somebody thanks you so many times for something, it it really can make you, you know, reframe. Yeah. Yeah. That's so beautiful. I love how people called it brave because it's a lot of us are holding back tears all the time. Totally. That's what I learned too. Right. It's like how many people, like, I was like, I'm just weeping like a, like a weep, like a weeper, (laughs) you know, realizing like, that's not a thing that everybody can do that. That's like a, you know, and I meet people now are like, I haven't cried in 10 years. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, and then I learned, do you know this? I feel like you know everything, by the way. Like you're like one of those people in my head where I'm like, you already know everything. Um, but uh, that when we cry and mm-hmm. when we cry in our like saliva, in our snot, in our tears, the hormones that make us feel how we're feeling are in the in the liquid that comes out of our face. What? Literally. We literally cry our feelings out. Literally. What? Literally cry them out. Holy literally cry them shit. out. Really? So if it's happy, it's happy. That's right. If it's- that's right. If it's happy, it's what? happy. And that's one of the traditional Chinese medicine will tell you to taste your tears. Sad tears are salty. Angry tears are bitter. Um, happy tears are sweet. Wow. Taste your tears. And I do that sometimes. I'll taste my tears. Sometimes when I'm like crying and you're like, I don't know why I'm crying. Or like, I think a lot of people know that really salty tear mm-hmm. that like really, but it's like you taste, like you start tasting your tears on purpose. Like they taste different. Oh, you just blew my mind. Boom. Boom. What the <laughs> fuck? Wow. That makes so much sense too, because after, you know, full blown wailing for 30 minutes, I feel better. Because <laughs> 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 it's out. It's yeah. just out. That makes sense. Out. And that when we don't, they're circling around in our system and we have to do it another way. It's like cry and hydrate, 
you know, right. like piss that shit out, like use your body, like push the circulation, breathe deep. Our lungs is the other way that we like majorly cleanse, mm-hmm. you know, our blood and like these feelings, they're not, whether they're good or whether they're, you know, quote unquote, whether they're quote unquote good or bad, whether they're joyful or pleasurable or mm. whether they're difficult um, and uncomfortable, they still got to go or yeah. else when they get stuck, that's like heavy metabolites. That's like your body's carrying around extra hormones that it's do- it's done with. Like the point yeah. is to carry a message and then move on. And then get them out. Sweat, Sweat. dance, whatever. Exactly. Sing, mm. sing, sing, sing. Sing. Mm. Fuck yeah. <laughs> what do vaginas have to add to this conversation? Oh, God. Vaginas are so powerful. Are you kidding? Oh, you already know. <laughs> Tell me, no. There is. I'll say it. I'm going to say it. You already know. (laughs) Tell us. There is an awakening happening that is so clear, and vaginas have been held down Mm. and oppressed, and like just neglected and denied. And we've been taught to question our own, and even as a metaphor for just power in general, like we've been taught to question our own, but. We know what the fuck is up. And the more we honor them and ourselves, the more in tune we become. And the more in tune we become, you already know that the more we we help raise the consciousness of the entire planet. So it's been just like tears, like it's been held back for so long that now it's like, no, well, now you can't stop it. So (laughs) yeah, for real, for real. Yeah. Threshold. Yeah. Oh yeah. Breaking point for sure. Yeah. For sure. Without any doubt. Oh yeah. And I'm sure by the by come and like discharge all that stuff, you know, like as an orifice, I'm, I'm, I'm convinced that we also, you know, especially in, pardon me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Just take a little drink break. Everybody hydrate. Everybody, in case everybody just grab your water. Just, all right. Everybody's hydrated. Okay. So you can cry later. That's right. You got to be ready. Um, (laughs) At the ready. Um, uh, Vaginas, threshold. Oh, I was saying um, like that that I'm sure we um, flush hormones and, you know, we know that we move all sorts of things through through that, that passageway too, you know. And that, that space of, um, you know, so, so I do therapeutic intravaginal work, so it's not sexual. Um, it of course affects sexual things because it's, Mm -hmm. you know, but the, the work itself. Um, and I'm wondering if you've done any work on yourself, either physically or meditatively with your root. And, and I guess the first question is, have you? Um, yes, absolutely. And, and then the next question is from there, what are, what's, what's some thing or some things that, that, that process has, um, what, what you've gained gathered from that yeah. journey? Well, you know, it's the seat. It like, it brings everything else into alignment Right. when we, I want to know more about the work you do too. So don't let me forget to ask you cause I'm totally interested. Um, but it's, it brings everything into, into harmony into balance. And it, it involves feeling more on every level, physical, emotional, mental. It involves being more connected and intuitive and aware of not even just the physical realm, of course, around us, but of ourselves in the world. And then like how we interact with it. So it's ourselves, how we interact with the world and the world itself. It brings about, for me, it brought about this bigger perspective of everything. And of course, then what that means is like when everything else is in alignment, then that means our creative ideas have more footing to them and our emotions are more grounded, which for some people can be scary because emotions, you know, we tend to sort of like try to avoid emotions a lot. I mean, well, you know, we, we don't, you and I don't, (laughs) like I'll cry all day if I need to, but, um, but you know we're we're not necessarily living in places where everyone's really emotionally connected so it can um it can really make a huge difference connecting with that part of ourselves of course 
Do you have a favorite practice if you feel like you need to get reconnected? Um, for me, it's just meditation, just sitting and breathing, yep. honestly. Um, yeah, breathing into it. And because breathing is a physical thing, like it, it automatically sort of has clicked me in over the over the years that I've been practicing it. And I mean, meditation isn't for everybody and it's not necessarily going to happen right away if you're just starting meditation. And it's not necessarily what you might think meditation is because I remember way before I even started meditating, I was, you know, people would tell me like, well, supposedly like, you know, you breathe and you see colors and like, then your life is perfect. And I'm like, that doesn't, <laughs> something about this, okay. <laughs> about this is off. <laughs> and then in meditating on my own, you know, it took maybe two weeks of daily meditation to sort of, to be like, oh, okay. So meditation is different for each person. Like it's not a set, a set thing, which of course makes sense. But, you know, in hearing other people describe it, you'd think it was just the same thing for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of drives me nuts a little bit. I yeah. gotta try to keep it cool though. You know, <laughs> do I ever keep anything? Is that, is that like even remotely a good accurate statement? Uh, yeah. <laughs> right, just keep it cool. Just keep yeah, it under just, keep, just be real cool. Just uh, just name up, just make a podcast called Vagina Talks. Just keep it cool. <laughs> um, subtle. Subtle to you. Subtle, keep. really subtle. Yeah, just subtle. Um, you know, uh, one of the things that like really blew my mind was when I learned that the pelvic floor was our was a diaphragm. It's a, mm. It is. It's a sling, and it's actually the bottom. It's it's so the, if there's th the three diaphragms can actually keep okay. going through diaphragms if you go into the energetic, but the three physical diaphragms is the soft palate of our mouth, right? The di the diaphragm that we think diaphragm that we think about, which is our um uh the one that is below our lungs and above our organs, right? And then the pelvic floor. And wow. that when we're really breathing, inhaling, outhaling, we will have that same engagement and relaxation of all three of our diaphragms. What? I just watched a show about the pelvic floor yesterday. That's awesome. I didn't know that. See, I don't, I don't know everything. Yeah. I'm like a baby now. I didn't, I thought like, I knew a lot. Like a baby you know? now. Like I thought I knew a lot, but also I knew I didn't know anything, but yeah, now yeah, I realize yeah. like I extra don't know anything. <laughs> but I'm cool with it. That's fine. Totally. I feel like just being authentic about it in the moment is, is probably the best bet. <laughs> totally, totally, totally. Yeah. I, yeah, I feel like I just, I become more and more of like a little, I feel like a fourth grader with factoids. Like, I don't know what they mean, but... <laughs> Did you know? That's amazing though that yeah, when you when you breathe and meditate and you engage all three that there's this full body breathing that's going on. Yeah. And breathing specifically into the pelvic floor, it really everybody should just try it right now. We should just try it. Okay, so you inhale and you like clench, pull up. So let me see, let's see how I, let me just I have to do it and then maybe I can talk about it. Okay. Okay, so when I <laughs> Yeah. So, so it, when I exhale, it like, it, it's like a press and an open down. So if we think of like a, like a, like a, and it's actually the pelvic floor diaphragm is, is, is broader than just like, like a Kegel. A Kegel is like that, that kind of center lock. And we're looking more to the, all the way kind of at the sits bones. So like yeah. the sling all the way at the sits bones. So it kind of like softens and opens out. And then as you exhale, it kind of gathers back in. So Inhale, actually, it comes out. Exhale. Oh. Yeah. So see, it inhale, starts to happen. It comes in. Yeah. Okay. It, yeah. So exhale, it comes out. It's making the space. It's the, it's the same thing. Because it pulls, it, all of it pulls all the tissues down, making space for the widening for the air capacity. Wait, so inhale. Inhale, it comes down and pulls down. Goes down and goes out. Down and out because think about it, it it's making yeah. space in the lungs. So it's pulling down and out through the lungs. And then in the inhale, it, it relaxes and gathers towards the center and rises up. Right. I said, did I do that right? Exhale. So it's inhale down and out. Exhale, relaxing, rising towards the center. Is rising towards the center relaxing? Yeah. Because the engagement is pulling down and out. Okay. So okay. That, so you you engage. It's it's a very you don't actually really have to engage. It helps to engage a little bit when you're learning it to kind mm -hmm. of find it, but it it's just an awareness. It's happening. It like pulls down and out, 
and then it it kind of comes in that coming back. It's a little bit of a rise. A slight movement. Slight. It's very, yeah. very slight. You often yeah. feel it like a, a, a people who generally have a sense of like subtle feeling can usually pick up on it faster. Another way to do it is to actually just take the, 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 the pad of your hand, either the fingertips or the palm and to place it, right? So male body people can place it like everybody just place it right on the perineum, the space in between. Mm-hmm. That soft tissue often will actually yeah. indicate what kind of movement's happening. And so like breathing in and breathing out, it changes. Doing it in a room full of people is like, it just changes the whole room. Just like wow. breathing into the pelvic floor is just, it just everything just like shifts. So you're talking about exactly what you said, which is like everything. It's like that like settles and gathering. It's like this opening and gathering of self that then everything lines up on top of. Wow. You just changed my meditation for life. Thank you. Thank you for that. Hmm. <laughs> what are you making? What are you creating these days? I am, uh, well, on a, on a just art level, I'm making like a little wish box and I'm making some paintings and some dream catchers, just like little hand stuff, which feels great. And then on a musical level, a uh, new album for Chakra Khan yes. and a new album coming for Soliloquists of Sound yes. and a mantra album coming for Beautiful Chorus. Yes! Oh, that's <laughs> so good. You know, it's like Beautiful Chorus you know, my only problem with Beautiful Chorus is that I literally know every note to all of the albums. And so I can't actually play them sometimes when I'm working because it's like, it's, I literally already know everything. So I'm excited. Get some more <laughs> of that on yes. the table. That's awesome. And then, you know, I sent you that text months and months and months ago when Shocker Khan came out. That album just set me set me right, like set me right, putting on those songs, repeat. It was a whole day of just like, yeah, becoming, man. That's, mm. Yes. Yes. Awesome. So everything, hands, music. What is essential? Mm-hmm. But I remember mm-hmm. the people agree with the person I showed them. Can it be both? Where do I go when nobody gets it? Into the forest, they're all, though they're all neglected. What could be done when I'm more than expected? How do I teach you my language? No one before me expressed it Using the same words is all I have Signaling back to the home I invented What I have witnessed As people too busy with sitting their own to go Yeah, I'm hearing like a Like what's on What's your heart song? That's what I'm hearing Your heart song, your hope mm. My heart song right now is Allowance Just allow allow and um and gentle focus like just being gentle with ourselves because that's i mean that's what oh. i've been that's what i've been doing for myself as best i can for sure but um every single one of us is going through something even if it's something fantastic every single one of us is going through something so i think allowance of the thing is Sometimes a little at first counterintuitive because we feel like we need to manage and control and micromanage and micro control <laughs> all of the things. But I don't know, from my own experience and just what it feels like for me in the world right now is allowance and love and spending time and connecting with people who bring us joy. Yeah. That's good. Like, yeah. it feels like the energy is doing its own work. So if we can just be chill, then we'll be fine. <laughs> like, the energy is going to happen either uh, way. So if we can just tune in, be authentic, and and relax a little bit, then it feels like it'll work out better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It probably will definitely work out better if I could chill out a little bit. I'm working really hard. To chill out these days. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> like, I know it's a dichotomy, but I get it. I totally get it. It's like, I'm really, I'm, <laughs> I am like using those practices. I'm just watching myself really, like you said, it's like that, it's like that getting that, that energy that's moving inside my body confused with a need to effort. 
Yeah. Yeah. The, oh my God. I'm so glad you said that because yeah, the energy inside feels like, oh boy, like I got, I need to do something and I should be doing this and I should be doing that. And honestly, since I've been going even through this, a lot of my physical realms, like things have just kind of been falling by the wayside and I've had to learn to be, I'm learning more and more to be just okay with it. Like it's fine. It's fine because I've, you know, we place a lot of, a lot of importance on things like that. And they are important in the the physical realm of things like sending out newsletters and, you know, like the shit we have to do to just sort of stay connected in a way is, is falling more by the wayside, I think, because it's not the essential connection that we're going to be actually moving into. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it sometimes the energy does feel like I need to, I should get up and I should be, I should be, I should be, I should be, I should be. And, and that, that sort of feeling or thought can, can ruin a day, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And having a lot of that, like, (laughs) I feel like I always know I'm growing when I'm having a lot of simultaneous voices that appear to be contrary you know, like they're Same. literally yeah. getting very clear messages that are, it's yeah. like, you really need to do this and this and this. And the most important thing for you to do is to stop and do nothing. Right. And I'm like, do you right. all hear yourself? Like, <laughs> what exactly am I, like, are you kidding right. me? Like, what yeah, is like, it? listen, you need to fucking relax. <laughs> also, your room is a mess exactly and the oil <laughs> needs to be changed. Exactly like it. your heart, like just <laughs> all things. Oh my God. It's got, and it's constant. <laughs> It's constant. And you know, what I'm learning though, is that the voice that's telling me to get up and do stuff in, in a way that doesn't feel as intuitive as the chill aspect of things are just, it's like, it's the programming that I've been teaching, that I've been telling myself and repeating to myself that like, I have to, even, even as, even as someone who has a vagina, like we've been taught, like we need to keep our spaces to get, like things need to be presentable. Things need to look a certain way. And, and sometimes when those voices are contradictory, it can be a subtle difference, but I can sometimes tune into where each one is coming from. Other days I can't. And I just lay in bed regretting that I'm laying in bed. <laughs> it's just like a fucking mess. But, I mean, it's, it's fine. Totally <laughs> it's fine. fine anyway. It's totally fine. As I yeah. like turn to my left and I'm like, laundry. Okay. Yeah. Looking back, podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm like, yeah. I haven't even made my bed yet. Like, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> What does it all mean if my bed's not made? It's fucking ridiculous. (laughs) Working through it. That's so good. It's so good. And it's like that that place of, right? And I hear it. I hear it in the way you're talking and I hear it in the way that I'm talking, which is like a degree of like not taking either of them too seriously. Right. Like – the, the relax, like maybe I like, I have to pick one of them to listen to or to make mm-hmm. a new decision, right? Like I have to do something, either I lay in bed or I get up, right? At some point I need to do something, but like there's a degree of like, I'm probably not getting it right. Mm. You know, I'm definitely not getting it wrong. Right. You know, and yeah. the choice that I make today is going <laughs> to have results. Like there's going to be repercussions. Like something right. is going to happen as a result of what I do or I don't do today. And that will be my life. Mm. Like that's just – and that like there's like a, there's a simplicity to that. Um, yeah. I'm like if I don't do the laundry today, I will still need to do the laundry tomorrow. Mm. Like that's what that means. Like it doesn't mean I'm a horrible fill-in-the-blank. It doesn't mean I'm a great fill in the blank. It means the laundry will still be need to, yeah. need to, to be done yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, it's very literal. It's like, exactly. It's, it's very like literal. Literal. if I lay in bed all day today, it means yeah. I did not get out of bed. Like <laughs> that's what that means. At some point, I'm gonna have to handle this. But <laughs> but if I feel like chilling right now, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna and do. if I feel like I want to force myself to do it, and and feel miserable <laughs> while I'm doing it, then fine. That's my fucking choice. I'll do that then. Right. It's fine. We're just figuring it out, yeah. you know? And sometimes I get up and I'm like, wow, I don't feel miserable. That was a good idea. Mm, yeah. You know? And that, uh, and that, I think that's partially why I'm like, it's like sorting those voices, you know? I do have a general rule, which is that if the voice is shaming me, I don't have to listen to it. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. like that's, not yeah. – that is not constructive information. Sure. Like I'm right. like, constructive information comes different ways to me. Like mm-hmm. it's time to get up and do your laundry – does not w- end with you fucking idiot. 
Like, right. that's not what it says. It says like, it's time to get up and do your laundry. And I'm like, oh, okay. It's the day, you know, right. or it's like, stay in bed. You're, you'll, you're, you know, you're not capable of doing anything. Like, mm, maybe that's not the way I stay in bed. Maybe that's yeah. not the voice I listen to, you know? And it took a, it took a lot of years, like a lot of, like you talk about programming to kind of interrupt those, those meanings attached to everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, well, you know, we're taught to assign, like you said, quote unquote, good and bad to everything in our lives. Right. So especially when it comes to ourselves, our, I mean, our inner voices tend to be the voices that we grew up hearing from other people that we were around the most. Right. So at this point, yeah, if it's, if it's a shitty voice and I'm like, well, that's not true. Even if what it's saying, like, you know, <laughs> make your bed, <laughs> you fucking idiot. <laughs> like, like I get make your bed, but like, nah, the fucking idiot's from somewhere else. Right. That's, that's not, that's not my higher self talking. Right. Yeah. yeah. You're, like, you're actually, you're not the one I need to listen to. Right. Yeah. Huh. Mm. There is, I'm on a mission. I'm on a couple, okay. I'm on a couple missions. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But they're <laughs> yeah. basically, it's all basically the same mission. It's fine. Um, it's fine. It's fine. Um, <laughs> I, so a few years ago, this is a kind of, I have every, I like end every one of them, all one, one of my, on um, one of my things that I'm doing right now. And I'm, and I'm, I'm curious. It, I mean, it could be short, but I feel like you might also have something to say on the subject. I feel like this could be a little bit more spacious. So, um, okay. A few years ago, I did a I did a, a women's sacred mystery class with a, a woman named Shunasi Rose in Sacred Balance. She does really dope stuff and uh, mm-hmm. really incredible. Oh, that's I'm I learned the other day that's dope means I'm old. Uh, <laughs> it does. Oh yeah, shit! Yeah, yeah. Oh no. Uh huh. Yeah, young oh. young folks don't say that. Um, I don't care. I, right. Yeah. I'm like, do you, I mean, does it work if I tell you that the other person that told me that told me that young folks told them like, Maybe doesn't that just trick them into thinking we're in our twenties? Right. Right. Yeah. No. Uh-uh. no, unless I was just mocking myself and pretending that I was older than I was by calling that dope. Um, but, uh, it's cool. It's not, it's cool. I, I, uh, yeah, I'm not an elder yet. I'm just not right. a youngin, you know? Um, so oh. I'm an adult. That's I I like being an adult. Mm. This is good. This is the best yet for me. So um mm. it's just it's still pretty trippy in terms of that there are younger people than me that are like older. <laughs> that are, yeah. That's like I'm in yeah. that transition, you know. It's like it's not actually that I feel old. It's just that there are other there are people now who who think that I'm old. That's the part that's that's the fast. And I get my mother so much more now. Like I get it. Where she was like not excited when I took all of her clothing out of the closet and was like, "This is so hip," and she was like, "That's not fun for me." Oh, and I was no. like, "What do you mean? It's so great!" And she was like, what? "It wasn't. No, it, that's these were just hip, actually. Once now they're retro." And I get it because I was standing at a party and there was this really fabulous teen. A friend of mine's daughter was standing there, and I looked at her from head to toe, and I said. That 90s look is really cool because you weren't alive when anybody wore that stuff. <laughs> oh I was like, that's retro. Your oh, choker no, it is. is retro. Your 90s, retro. 90s retro. I was like, and you're, and you're birthing it. Like, you're killing it. You're birthing oh. it right now. Like, that's hot as shit. You look yeah. great. Okay. All right. I'm in. Um, okay. So, however yes. we got there. Okay. So, right. So, Shinasi Rose, really awesome woman. She led this exercise. Um, and I believe it was like a croning visioning thing. I actually don't remember the exercise. I just remember the results of it. I don't know what our prompt was. But the prompt was I went way into the future and I remembered my life. Mm-hmm. And when I remembered my life, what I, I remembered was a healed world. Yeah. In this vision, I remembered yeah. the days the wars ended and all mm-hmm. the artists and educators got all the military equipment. Mm. that like that's who went in like mm. researchers and artists like went into all the bases they were like you can have all of this stuff now and like and i remembered that on my like 90th birthday my grandkids took me to the beach where the air was clean and the ocean was clean and the sand was clean and they didn't understand that there was a world that didn't 
that wasn't, that didn't have oceans that were clean. Wow. And that's what I gave thanks for on my 90th birthday was that my grandkids didn't know a world that wasn't clean. I have chills. Holy shit. Yeah. So, and then Mm. I was, I was at a retreat, uh, where with Kim's Dharma teacher, Dharma Mm. teachers of the Lotus Institute, Peggy and Larry Ward. And Larry was talking about how we need to be crafting new myths, new, I mean, and you are majorly part of this. Your work is totally on course for all of this in terms of we need a mythos. We need a vision. You know, if we don't know where we're headed, we might end up where we're going. One of my favorite quotes, you know, and so to decide where we're going, to know where we're going. And so that's kind of what I'm like pitching over to you is weave some of that with us right now, friend. Okay. Weave weave some of that. Where are we going? What does it look like? What does it taste like? What does it sound like? Mm. Oh, such a good question. Okay. Hmm. So this is, um, this is from becoming. <laughs> what is essential that I remain me or that people agree with the person I show them? Can it be both? Where do I go when nobody gets it? Into the forest, thorough, though thorough it neglected. What could be done when I'm more than expected? How do I teach you my language? When no one before me expressed it using the same words as all I have. Signaling back to the home I invented, what I have witnessed is people too busy with sin of their own to go without incident, giving no credit to life on my planet keeps us at a distance, shying away as a violence equivalent. Social anxiety warns that we're failing our mission, conditions, always a culprit of people who live in the shadow of power delivered by external systems. Aren't you sickened? Then why continue to lie in a bed that you didn't make giving restrictions to everything that you have ever loved limiting skill and the incoming visions of children? It's wicked, convincing, conditioning will have you stand and stare while I pour out my heart and you're not even blinking. People are crying it alone and then smile when everyone's drinking. Nature is here and it's nurturing all of the wounds we're bleeding from. Go to the limit of where thought is imminent, pushing beyond if you want to get anything done. Of substantial quality, your comfort zones are poisoning. I will not sit on bridges to greatness. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. That's basically like, well, there are two, there are two things, right? There's, there's that, which is like the description of where we are and how we can keep moving forward in an authentic way. And then there's songs like love is at the core that, that talks about the place that we're going to, because it's all such a process. So it's not, it's, it's always both and it's always one large thing. And then it's always pieces, pieces broken up into milestones or markers or phases in our lives. And I feel like I feel like the the most common phase that people are in is that they're starting to realize that their feelings and emotions matter and play a part in the experience of their individual lives. I feel like the next, the second most common part is that people are expressing themselves and saying how they feel and doing the best they can and coming up against resistance and sort of questioning whether or not they should have opened up in the first place. And then I feel like the third most common place are those people who who understand that the spiritual realm is very much here, very, very much, like just fully in existence always. And that we, in doing our best in like the four agreements, like being impeccable with our word and like all all of those types of things, in doing things like that, we are, it's almost like, like pulling a rope and in pulling this rope closer and closer to us. It's like if there were a rope around a new planet and we're on, all of us are just pulling it closer and closer and closer to us to finally, finally to the point where it's, you know, its own gravitational pull or this new gravitational pull. And it, it as itself as a planet are close enough to us that we can, we can move to that new place, you know, but I think that the, the, one of the major one of the important things to remember is that, it, you know, we can't expect ourselves to jump from 
hating ourselves and not ever expressing ourselves to just this new place. Like we have to go through the steps and going through the steps can be really scary and feel vulnerable. And, you know, cause we've, we've been taught that it matters what people think about us, but ultimately it matters most what we think about ourselves. Part of that piece of that in-between step is um, I've been really looking at and working with this notion of that we create from our from from our desires mm-hmm. that we like manifest. We get our needs met, you know, unconsciously, subconsciously. We're creating our reality from our desires, and yeah. that that's so painful um, to recognize or to really own when we're creating painful things like, but I don't want this. But Mm. the deeper question is, do you know what you want? Mm. Are you conscious in your desire? It's one of the things that we've been told to disown and not have ownership over, especially as female body or women identifying women experience, feminine caring beings um, to to actually to want, to want, you know, to desire, which is to be in ownership of that, which we're creating. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and, and so to like come into our feelings and to heal all of that, which is to become more whole, to come into all of that, so then we can actually know what is this other thing we're creating. Like, mm. why would we be able to jump from not even knowing ourselves or what we want to a place that we want? Like, we, yeah. we it's a black hole, right? It's like we don't know, and that's yeah. you know, and that's like why I'm asking this question, like to all of us, so, like keep brewing that question of like, what do we want? What does it look like? What does it feel like? Mm. You know, and right now, it's like the truth of that. It feels like the bridge. It feels yeah. like right now the destination in so many ways is not only the yes, it's beautiful to have the clarity of what's on the other side of that bridge, but mm-hmm. it's also incredibly beautiful to be building the bridge. <laughs> Right yeah. to be yeah. grabbing a hold of the rope to doing the pulling, like to be in that transitory space is also a destination. It's like if you know you want to get to uh, Australia, you better get to the airport, you know, or get to the port. Like you got to get on something to get to Australia. You know, yeah. it's like if you just sit here wishing you're going to get to Australia, but never go to the never go to a means to get there, you're going to be really disappointed. Yeah. You know, and so it's like that. Like that's what I hear. It's like a. It's very very, very powerful, um, to, to, uh, to be, it's like, it's like dreaming up the, or remember it's both, it's dreaming up and remembering it's creating new and remembering, um, that bridge. Yeah. Building that bridge. Being okay with it and being okay with being uncomfortable. Yeah. 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 One of the, um, and again, it's like, I'm not an expert in this, but heard a story that in, uh, that in Hinduism, there are these yugas, these ages of time. And um, according to one of the scholars um, uh, that uh, kind of stories passed down to me is that it takes 300 years to transition a yuga. Mm. And so we're in that transition. And so it's like, that's what we're in. Like we're, our destination is the bridge. It's the transition time. Like that's how we get to the next place. Yeah you know, and to, and to be comfortable in, and I feel like a lot of us who have a sense of, I came to this planet on purpose. I came in, I came to this, I chose to come back here, you know, like I'm here for y'all. I'm here for me too. Like, this isn't just like, forget little, poor little me. I'm, I'm a slave to you. Like, no, like this is, this is a great honor and a privilege and a fulfillment of my being, but I'm not confused. I came here to work. Like, Mm. I came here to work and I came here to enjoy being human because it's different. It's a blast. It's its own thing. Um, yeah. You know, but it's like I came here to work. It's like we're the building crew of this of this transition time and that it's, it's um, you know, it's also one of the reasons – this might feel like a stretch out of nowhere, but it's one of the reasons that people have asked me about my marriage and this notion of like, you know, how do you marry someone like for a lifetime and, and you know, mm. questions about that and and to which I'm like, First of all, I don't think anyone's prepared for marriage ever. <laughs> I think that it's like a bizarre thing that we do, um, especially because of everything we've talked about today, basically, because there's so much work to be done. I was like, but the one thing that I have learned is that the deeper the commitment, um, 
the more profound the results I get in every aspect of my life. Um, and that I didn't marry an ego construction of a human being. When I married my wife, I married God in manifested form in this person. And I, my vows are a commitment of developing my practice to myself and spirit, um, in my partnership. So like my version of marriage is pretty different. And when I think about that, 80 years is not a long time. Right. Right. Like when that's the commitment, that's like, It's like not even long enough. Right. Exactly. I'm like, as a good start, like we should probably, we should be able to make some serious progress in that time. Right. You know? And it's like, think about that time. It's like when we think about the the process of cultural or spiritual um, healing or evolution that we're here to do, um, having some patience and recognizing Mm -hmm. that 20 years is, is, is fast turnaround for a prayer to be answered. Yeah, you know, to start putting that, and that's kind of coming. I feel like that yeah. kind of brings us back around to this kind of twin flame aspect, this profound love that comes with patience. And patience is, um, is not a I'm I'm waiting and it's okay while you fuck up. It's I'm here with you in the process, and yeah. the process is sacred. And there's nothing yeah. else to be doing except this. That's patience. That's love. Uh, yeah, yeah, and that, that we're in it together. And just right. like you said, if it takes, I love that. Like if it takes twenty years, that's fast turnaround for. For enlightenment and right? a blessing like, and like unconditional some- love. And yeah, that's, yeah, that perspective. I love that. That's really beautiful. And I totally agree. Totally. Hmm. Uh, how do people find you? How do people get to hear your music more and, and be inspired by you like I am? Oh, <laughs> I love you. Um, all of my stuff is at www.alexandralovecoaching.com. Excellent. Music, eBooks, guided meditations, coaching (laughs) informations, all there. Yeah. All there. And more. Um, great. Do you like to play on social medias? A little bit. I've been recording these uh, meditations called fucking relax lately. (laughs) And (laughs) (laughs) so those are on my website as well, but uh, yeah, I've been, been having fun with those on Facebook. Great. They're basically just guided meditations about different topics. Awesome. So Facebook's yeah. a good place if they want to come social media play. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Awesome. Well, do you have any other um, parting parting words for us? Just thank you for thinking of me for this. Because this was really fun. And <sighs> yeah, no, just, you know. Take it easy and get some shit done. <laughs> Amen. Exactly. See, it's not that complicated, right? Like they're not contrary. Just fucking take it easy and get some shit done. Exactly. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Blessed be and thank you to all our ancestors in every which way and form. discovering me I am only interested in genuine interaction I'm feeling peace I am alive and I thrive with ease I am the creator and I am not here to cater to you I am here to be pleasing to me awakening love whatever it says when I figure it out inside then you and I can connect and it'll be real no cliche, no nicety. Cause if I can't be honest with you about who I am, then how are you supposed to get to know me or treat me right? I can't expect for you to read my mind with my own words I can't express. I put in work and others who have come before me are leaving signals. All the answers have been written. We must only see. Cause it's coming in and knows my name I've been this way Many, many times before And it's about love More than anything Cause love is at the core Love is at the
Thank you, gorgeous. I am thrilled and grateful for your support listening to this podcast. I want to invite you to come check out the Patreon. If you think this podcast is the bee's knees and you're grateful that it exists, I want you to know I'm grateful that you exist. Come join the Patreon. I call it the temple. We are healing. We are musicking. We are podcasting. We are together. Come check it out. You can find it through Patreon backslash Sophia Wise One or through my website, sophiawiseone.com.